tinatawag nating the pilgrim's life. Kung saan we're moving through the book of 1 Peter. Uh, the key truth that unlocks the book for us is that Christians are pilgrims. And we're to live as pilgrims in this world. Ang ibig sabihin, paniniwala natin bilang Kristiyano ay sabi ng Biblia, this world is no longer our home. It's an exile. Our home is in God's presence, in His glory, in His joy, in His life. Pero wala pa tayo dun. But now through the gospel, God is bringing us back home. Back home to Him. Ngayon, ang ibig sabihin nun, ang buhay natin ay parang nasa gitna. Hindi po ba? We're still in the world, but we're no longer of the world. We're headed home. So, titignan po natin ano sinasabi ni Peter tungkol dun, no? Sabi niya, may adversity sa buhay, pero mayroon tayong pag-asa. May, may submission, pero may freedom, may paghihirap, pero may blessings. And it's absolutely crucial that we understand this, how this all fits in into our life as a Christian. Because without this, we'll never finish well. Kaya napaka-importante yung maintindihan natin at map- mapamuhay natin to. Ngayon, ano ba ang pilgrim? Ang, ang pilgrim, pag tinignan mo, ang buhay nila, parang may, may pagkakaiba eh sa mga, sa, sa those, so the people who surround him. Pilgrims live, work, and play with the world, but inside them, there's a different vision and a different motivation and a different kingdom that they're living for. Uh, and that makes all the difference in the world. Sa itong passage natin itong umaga, papakita ni Peter, paano ngayon nagbabago ang buhay natin dahil dun? And more importantly, how do we stick with that new life even though it's difficult to do so? Basahin natin. Let me read to you 1 Peter chapter 4. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. With respect to this, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery. And they malign you. But they will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is why the gospel is preached even to those who are dead. That though judge in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Ganda. Sa, sa, makikita mo sa passage ito, pansinin nyo sa first half, pinapakita ni Peter, ito ang lumang buhay. There's idolatry, there's immorality. Pero sa second half, pinapakita niya, ito ngayon ang bagong buhay. 
prayer, love, ministry. Ibang-ibad, may transformation. Binago ng Lord ang buhay natin. There's a new spiritual life in us. And the entire Christian life is essentially the journey from the old to the new. You're unlearning the old, you're putting it off, and you're learning to live into the new life. You're putting it on. Pero yung transition na yun, mahirap eh. It's not easy, right? It's difficult. In fact, Peter says here that it's not just internal struggles, may external forces na pumipigil sa'yo. Kaya sabi ni Peter sa passage ito, kailangan natin maghanda. Kailangan natin maghanda sa pagbabago. May kailangan tayong preparasyon. Bakit? At paano? Yun, pag-usapan natin. Sa tatlong heading na to, ha, gawin natin. We'll talk about the transformation that Peter is talking about. Ano ba tong transformation? Ano ang magiging reaction as we get transformed? At huli, ano ang preparasyon na kailangan natin para handa tayo mamuhay para sa Diyos? Ngayon, una, yung transformation, ano ba tong pagbabago pinag-uusapan natin dito? Makikita nyo na sa verse 2, itong core idea dyan eh. Ang sabi ni Peter, so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. Ngayon, sabi ni Peter dito, may dalawang ways to live. It's either you live for human passions or for the will of God. In other words, you either live for what you want and what the world wants or for what God wants. You either live for yourself or you live for God. Ngayon, unang pansinin nyo dito is, walang third option binigay si Peter, no? In fact, the Bible doesn't give you a third option. Walang third middle option kung saan pwedeng iserve ko si God, pero Lord, kuwarin ako konti dito para sa sarili ko. Walang ganun sa Bible. You cannot serve both God and money, God and family, God and yourself. Wala. It's just two choices. Pangalawa, pansinin nyo. Anong dalawang choices na yun? Ang choices ay hindi whether you will live a bad life or a good life, a immoral or immoral or moral life. Hindi yun ang question. Ang main question ng Bible is, are you going to live, love, and worship God or something else? Yun ang main question. Kasi ang Christianity... According to the Bible, it is not about developing good morals and right conduct so that in the end, God will give you a certificate for that. Hindi, hindi yun. The question is, your worship and your love, is it on God or something else? Ngayon, yung pagbabago na mangyayari, mangyayari yung pagkatapos nun. Si God ang gagawa nun sa puso mo. But how, the main thing is we give our lives to God in surrender. And then God will make you holy. And then God will make you kinder and braver and wiser. Pero yung outer na pagbabago na yun, manggagaling sa inner worship natin. Manggagaling sa inner worship natin. So ang sabi ni Peter dito, itong pagbabago ng Christian life, it's when you say, Lord, no longer this. No longer me, no longer my dreams, no longer my desires. No longer these jewels. No longer this world. Pero ngayon, Lord, Para sa'yo. Para sa'yo ang buhay ko. Have you made that decision? Maybe para sa iba sa atin, ito lang ang kailangan natin isipin ngayong araw na to. Ito ang kailangan natin pag-pray. To make that decision because without that, make, without making that decision decisively and daily, we'll miss the whole point. Medyo walang kwenta rin. Ngayon, 
Pag nandun na tayo, when we say, Lord, sige, sa'yo ang buhay ko. Ngayon, nagsisimula ng pagbabago. And papakita ni Peter dito, tatlong paraan kung saan binago tayo ng Diyos. Three ways that God is about to change our lives. Una, sabi ni Peter, you go from living in drunkenness and drinking parties Drinking and drunkenness and drinking parties to being self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Ngayon, to be clear, wala naman mali sa uminom ng konting alak, hindi po ba? Pero, getting drunk ang paglalasing, ibang usapan yun. Kasi you only get drunk when you indulge yourself with too much alcohol. Binitahon mo ang self-control mo at nalasing ka at lalo kang nawalan ng self-control. Ngayon, bakit kaya? Well, maybe gusto natin, you know, it's for fun, it's for bonding, it's for some escape. Whatever that may be, ang bottom line is, you're doing it because you're doing what you want. Pero pag sinabi mo ngayon, Lord, hindi na kung ano ang gusto ko, pero kung ano ang gusto mo, iba ang priority ngayon, nag-iiba. Ang priority mo, hindi na ang wild parting, ang priority mo, praying. And you cannot pray Unless you're sober. Unless you're alert. See, prayer is such an incredible thing that it demands everything from you. Hindi po ba? Kailangan fully awake, fully functioning, fully alive ka to the presence of God. Because that, that, that's why prayer is so hard. Hindi ba? Ang, ang hirap mag-pray. Because it draws out everything from us. And therefore, kung yun ang priority mo, Kung priority mo is, Lord, I'm looking for your will, I'm pursuing your will, and I will and do that through prayer, then I can't go about overindulging myself with alcohol and getting drunk. Hindi, hindi na yun eh. Hindi ko magagawa yun. I need to discipline myself and be sober. What? Sabi ni Paul, a Peter, for the sake of my prayers. Yan. Yung iba sa inyo, kilala ko. Alam ko hindi naman kayo naglalasing, di ba? <laughs> Pero, siguro ang kailangan din natin tanongin natin sa sarili is, Lord, hindi ako naglalasing sa alak, pero lasing ba ako sa ibang bagay? Am I uncontrolled in my shopping, in my eating, in my gaming? Yun ang rason, bakit hirap na hirap ka mag-pray? Kasi nadidisrupt ka dun, kasi lasing ka dun. So we need to say, Lord, hindi na, no longer drunk on this, but here and now, I devote myself to your will through praying. Yung pangalawang transformation pinakita ni Peter is, you go from living in sensuality and passions and orgies to love, to loving earnestly. And it's a transformation from lust to love. Ngayon, ito ang tricky dyan. Kasi pag tinignan mo ang lust at ang love, parang pareho lang naman sila, di ba? Ang lust and love, parehong titingin sa tao. And they long for that person. Ito ang pinagkaiba. Love looks at the person and says, I want you. Because I want to enter into a meaningful relationship with you, to bond with you, to be friends with you, to be intimate with you. But lust says, titingin yan, and it will say, I want you because I want to use you. I want to use you for my desires, to satisfy me. In other words, lust really boils down to self-centeredness. Self-centeredness. Kumbaga, 
when I lust, I look at the person, but I'm not really looking at the person. I'm just looking through that person into my desires. Ang iniisip ko talaga, sarili ko. And so, look, when you say, Lord, hindi na tungkol sa akin to eh. Itong buhay ko, tungkol sa'yo na. Then, the more you do that, to the degree that you do that, that self-centeredness in us starts to melt. It starts to melt away. Kasi hindi na tungkol sa akin eh. Tungkol na sa Panginoon Diyos. And that's what overcomes your loss. Right? Of course, yes, kailangan natin accountability, kailangan natin ng mga, mga people to come into our lives and help us. Yes, absolutely. Pero, ang pinakakailangan ng puso natin is that daily deep worship of God. And that's what drives away the lust. Yung isang reason, marami sa atin nag-fall sa lust. Dahil, oo, tinitraining natin, mata natin na huwag tumingin, huwag tumingin sa mga temptation. Pero hindi natin natin-training mata natin na tumingin paalis, papunta kay Jesus. To fix our eyes on Jesus and to worship. And so one reason many of us are failing to last is because we're not worshiping enough. We're not saying, no longer this, Lord. Hindi na yun. Hindi na tungkol sa gusto ko. Pero kung anong gusto mo, Lord? And so when I look at people, Lord, help me to look at them and to love them, to serve them, to forgive them, to show them hospitality. Yun, may bago yun. May nagbabago yun. At ang pangatlong pagbabago, sabi ni Peter, you go from living in lawless idolatry to someone who uses their gifts to serve. Kailangan natin maintindihan na sa Bible, what we worship is always connected to what we serve. Magkadikit yun, sabi ng Bible. We serve whatever we worship. And so, kunyari, I worship money. And so, I'm going to serve money. I'm going to work like crazy para makaipon. I'm going to burn myself out. I will be the burnt sacrifice in the altar of money. Or for example, I worship sex. Okay, sige, I'll serve sex. Araw-araw, I'll offer up my body in its temple to serve. So what Peter is saying is, look, you say you worship God, you say you will live for the will of God, then serve His people. Serve. Use the gifts that you have to serve His people, to build His church, to advance His kingdom, to do His mission. See, hindi, 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 hindi possible. You can't say that I am a Christian or oh, believer ako, naniniwala ako sa Diyos, pero wala kang ginagawa kasi God has commanded us and He's equipped each one of us with a gift. Some of you have several gifts to do the ministry of God. And so, sinasabi ni Peter, wag mong, wag mong gamitin yung mga gifts mo para ma-serve yung mga idols ng puso mo. Gamitin mo yun para iserve si God. Use it to serve God and His people. So, kita niyo yung transformation na yun? Once we say, Lord, no longer me but you, I surrender myself to you, I will live you and love you and worship you, Lord, God now intends to change us into men and women of prayer, of love, and service. So ang transformation na gusto ni God, hindi yung parang makeup lang sa inner life natin? Konting behavioral modification here and there, some patchwork kind of thing. No! God intends to accomplish this deep and complete transformation in us. Kaya naman, sabi ni Peter, to the degree that you do that, there's going to be a reaction. 
may equal and violent reaction against that. Ito sabi ni Peter, on the one hand, they are surprised when you do not join them. Now, the word surprise there, yung, yung Greek dyan, medyo mas mabigat pa eh. Kumbaga, ang sinasabi ni Peter dyan is, it means to the world, you look kind of crazy. <laughs> you look kind of bizarre and weird. Baliw? Bakit? Well, sabi ni Peter, because you do not join them. In other words, but but not kayo mamuhay? Ayaw yung sumama sa amin? Ang dami-daming pwedeng gawin. All these opportunities for pleasure and comfort and money and power. But din kinukuha? Why are you denying yourselves of these things? Why are you wasting so much of your time and effort doing this ministry when you can do so many other good things? Baliw? Weirdo? And see, so verse 6, yung, medyo mahirap intindi yung verse 6, no? but here's what I think it means. It says there, for this is why the gospel was preached even to those who are dead. Ang ibig sabihin niyan is, itong mga tao ay narinig nila yung gospel and tinanggap nila. So mga Kristiyano to. Pero they are now dead. They're dead in Peter's time. And so what? Sabi ni Peter, they're judged in the flesh. Tinitignan nila ng mundo, patay na, bangkay na. And then here's what, they, here's what they're saying. They're judging them. There's, the world is looking at them and saying, tingnan mo mga Kristiyano, namuhay sila, di sumasama sa amin, hindi nag-enjoy sa buhay. Eh, da, para saan? Patay rin sila eh. Ganyan din, patay rin oh. Mga balyo. See? So, in other words, if this world is all there is, then the Christian is to be the most pitied of all men. Diba sabi ni Apostle Paul? But if God's promises are true, and they are, then we live in the Spirit the way God does. See, napaka-realistic ni Peter dito. He's being very realistic. He's saying, don't be naive. As a Christian, as you live for God and you're transforming this, expect this, that there's not just a war of the will, there's a war of worldviews. There's a war of who's the one crazy here. Because for the Christian, naniniwala tayo sa truth ni God. And so for us, the only sane way to live, the only wise way to live is to live for God. There's no other way. Pero outside that Christian worldview, we just look strange. <laughs> Bizarre, kind of crazy, kind of weird, even going against the nature of things. And so, Savini Peter, look, they will malign you. They'll heap abuse on you. You're going to get called, you know, Christians are going to get called ignorant, foolish, balu, weirdo, strange. Right? So, on the one hand, Peter is saying, don't be naive. Mangyari rin to. Don't think it's going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Expect that. But on the other hand, verse 5 says, leave the judgment in God's hands. So don't be naive, expect that, pero don't be too preoccupied with it. Don't let that be your focus. Si Lord na bahala. Si Lord na bahala sa'yo. What you do, Christians, you devote and focus yourselves in the will of God. Focus lang. Pursue that. Right? Don't be conformed to the world. <laughs> even though they put pressure on you, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And you will know, malalaman mo, as you live for the will of God, malalaman mo rin, na hindi baliw tong pinagagawa natin. It's beautiful. 
Hindi KJ, hindi malungkot, napakasaya. This is real peace, real life, real joy. It's here in the will of God. Yun ang sinasabi ni Peter. Kaya pagpatuloy mo lang kahit may paghihirap, tuloy ka lang. Mamuhay ka lang para sa Diyos. Paano gagawin yun? Paano natin gagawin yun? Eh napakahirap, hindi ba? Napakahirap nun. Ito ngayon sabi ni Peter, kailangan natin ng preparasyon. We need the right kinds of preparation. At ang right kind of preparation, makikita natin sa verses 1 and 2. Sabi ni Peter dito, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. And then, verse 2, so as to live for the rest of the time for God. In other words, the key to live for God is in verse 1. The key to verse 2, the key to living right is in verse 1. And that is, arm yourselves. Equip yourselves. With what? With the same way of thinking as Jesus Christ. Ngayon, pag tinignan mo yung buhay ni Jesus Christ, paano siya namuhay? His whole life, Jesus was looking toward what? The cross. His whole life, Jesus was looking and thinking, eventually, I'm going to die the most horrible, gruesome death for the will of God. And along the way, Marami pa mangyayari. Pagtatawanan ako, people will mock me, people will make me suffer, people will alienate me. But Jesus prepared himself that I will live and suffer and die for the will of God. Sabi ni Peter, in the same way, gawin nyo rin yun. Arm yourselves with that way of thinking. To live and suffer and die for the will of God. Be prepared to go through all that for the will of God. For living for God. Paano yun? Well, tingnan nyo, yung key word dyan is, it's to arm yourself. You don't just believe it. Hindi lang, oh, 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 tama, tama. You know, no, no, kulang yun. You need to arm yourself with it. Isipin nyo, sundalo. You're out in the battlefield. Right? Back, especially back in the time, you, you live in your tents, you know, and your armor is there. But before you leave your tent, you put on your armor. You arm yourself. You get your weapons. You get your armor. Before you leave, you don't start arming yourself when the arrows are already flying down and the enemy is charging in. Hindi, hindi, hindi. Bago ka palumbas ang tent mo, armed to the teeth, ready to battle, ready to go to the battlefield. Right? Ngayon, tayo bilang Kristiyano, the moment we become Christians, ang dami na tututunan, ang gaganda ng mga message ni Reverend Mike, we go to these Bible studies and all these different things, and we believe them, but it's not enough. We need to arm ourselves with these things. For example, alam mo that God loves you, and His love is unfailing, His love is better than life, and His love is all I need, all the validation and approval that I need. Pero ngayon, nireject ka ng mga tao. Ngayon, pinagtawanan ka ng mga tao. What do you do? Na-depress? Na-terrible? Oh. Or do you lash out in anger? Well then, maybe you believe that God loves you and His love is all you need. But you're not armed with it. You're not armed with it. It's still the tent. Naiwan dun. And nandito na yung mga arrows. Or another example. You may know, oh, God is wise. He has the best plan for me. As long as I pursue Him, is going to turn out fine. 
And so, ginawa mo yun, ginawa mo yun, pinursu mo si God, and then everything starts to fall apart. <laughs> do, 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 you get, do you get paralyzed with worry? Do you, do you say, bakit naman, Lord? Then you may believe, but you're not armed with it. It's in the tent, na iwan. Hindi ko suot. So I have the greatest spiritual weapons that God has given me, but it's, it's there. Na iwan ko dun. Nasa gitna na ako ng battlefield. Nandyan na yung kalaban. So what we need is even right now in your seats, you need to be start arming yourself. Start arming yourself with the armor of God, with the mindset of Christ. While the days are good, while you have the luxury to do so, right? While the light in your eyes is still bright, sabi nila. Arm yourself. Prepare to follow Christ into the suffering, into the cross, and be through that into His glory. Alam niyo kung paano gawin yun? Alam niyo how to arm yourselves? Well, uh, that would take too long, but let, it's mainly really through your spiritual disciplines. You read your Bibles and you say, wow, yes, I agree, ang ganda neto. But don't just stop there, right? Don't just believe it. You need to arm yourself with it. And so what you need to do is, is you start thinking it out. Lord, ano ba ibig sabihin neto? Ano, ano to? Paano, paano to? You start asking yourself questions about what the Bible is saying and you need to pray it in. And what you're really doing is that you're putting out your hand, Lord, give me an armor for today. Put it in. You arm yourself with it. One passage at a time, one day at a time, one prayer at a time. And you know, some days, darating bigla, ang spirit of God, the wind blows, and your soul just bursts into flames, and then you come out armed to the teeth. Wow! You're spiritually high. Ready na ako, Lord. Pero, pero ibang araw, wala eh, di ba? Parang wala naman nangyayari. Anong gagawin mo ngayon? Tuloy mo lang. Tuloy ka lang. Even though the commander general is not there, like a good soldier, maghanda ka lang. Arm yourself anyway. You don't know when the battle's gonna come. Right? And sabi ni Peter, look, when you arm yourself that way and you, and you really suffer for the will of God, sabi niya, what? They, you, you cease from sin. Now, ano big sabihin nun? <laughs> ah, hindi, 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 it does not mean that, oh, wala na akong kasalanan. Perfect now. It does not mean that. What it means is, I'm done with sin. Tapos na ako dyan. Ayoko na dyan. Hindi na ako magpapautos-utos sa kasalanan ko. Hindi na ako magpapadala. The attractive power of sin is lost. Humina na. Hindi na ganun kalakas. Kasi nakikita ko na ngayon, Hindi pala maganda, ang pangit pala. It's so destructive, it's so dangerous. There's nothing good with that sin. I would rather suffer. Kung may choice lang, sin or suffering, suffer na lang. What actually causes that to happen? Paano tayo makakarating sa ganong klaseng? <laughs> you know what causes that? It's in the verse, first phrase. Sins, sabi ni Peter. Sins. Christ suffered in the flesh. So the way for you to arm yourself and choose suffering rather than sin is you think about what Christ suffered on the cross. Pag ikaw, sinusundan mo ang Diyos and then you actually suffer for it. People, you know, pinagtawanan ka, pinahiya ka. 
what you need to do is you think how Christ suffered in the flesh. Hindi ba siya rin? Hindi ba siya rin pinagtawanan? Tinawag balyo? Hindi ba siya rin pinahiya ng mga tao? When you, when you're maligned, when they heat abuse on you, remember Christ suffered in the flesh. Hinubad si Jesus Christ. Hindi ba? Dinuraan. Pinahiya. And when he was on the cross, they, they, they put this crown of thorns on him uh, to mock him. And they put this label on him. See, Christ suffered all that. Christ suffered all that. Why? Because he was living for the will of God. Devoted Shadon, pursuing the will of God no matter what it took. No matter, even if put him to the cross. And what was the will of God? The will of God, why does God, Jesus have to go through that? It was to save you. It was to get our sins into him. To put the judgment on him. So that we don't have to. And so, therefore, that's why Jesus armed himself to the teeth. So that he could endure suffering to the uttermost and therefore save us to the uttermost. It's for you. Jesus suffered in the flesh for you. And once na, pag nakita mo na yun, doon ngayon nagsisimula eh. Doon mo nakikita, ay, grabe. Lord, paano, ba't ko pagagawin to? Bakit ako mag, magsasala ng ganito? Eh kung ito ang ginawa mo para sa akin, hindi ko magagawa sa iyo yun, Lord. Hindi ko magagawa sa iyo yun, Lord. Magsasuffer na lang ako. I'd rather suffer. I'd rather go through that. I'd rather, rather go through the way of the cross with you than go away from you and sin against you like that. Hindi na, Lord. And therefore, look, what Jesus did on the cross, that's not just the basis. That's the power. That's the armor all in one. You arm yourselves with that. You arm yourselves with that. And you'll cease from sin. You'll live for God. Alam mo yung Sino dito nanood ng Lord of the Rings? I'm sure most of us did. Wow, okay. Alam mo yung bandang huli, and this is both in the movies and in the book. Yung pinakahuli, di ba, may isang one great big battle. And one of the hobbits, si Mary, Mary Adok, takot na takot, nagpapanik, running around, scared, all these evil, huge evil, scary warriors surrounding him. And so he's scared, he's running around. And then suddenly, and then he saw Lady Eowyn standing between him and this, the biggest baddest of them all. Standing ready to die. Standing face to face with the enemy. And then, itong nangyari sa loob ni Mary, itong sabi ng libro, sabi dito, the slow kindled courage of his race awoke. And he looked at her and he said, she should not die alone. Then he rose up and he did his great deed. Ganon din ang Christians. Ganon din ang bagong buhay natin. We look up and we see standing between us and the enemy that we could not face is Jesus Christ. Standing face to face with death. Standing ready to die. And he did die and he suffered through that. Look at that. Look at how he suffered in the flesh. 
and let that kindle the courage and the worship in you. Let that move you to arm yourselves with the same mind because he should not die alone. Let us follow him to the cross. So since therefore Christ suffered, let's arm ourselves and let's live for the will of God in order that in everything God may be glorified through Christ. Amen. Let me pray for us. Our Father in heaven, salamat Dios, salamat po. Pag inisip po namin ngayon, we deserve far, far worse. But you gave us something far, far better. Grace and blessing and mercy and kindness. At pag tinignan po namin ang iyong anak si Yesu Cristo, Lord, what he went through, what he endured, what he stood up against to do your will for us, Father, salamat. Salamat, Panginoon. Right now, Lord, we say, no longer this world or me, but here and now for you. For you, Father. Teach us how to do this. Help us arm ourselves. Help us, Lord, to follow you into the cross and out into glory and life. Thank you, Lord. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.